is the 77 WABC minicast. So much in the news. And again, everybody just breaking, as you heard at the very top of the show, that now the U.S. Supreme Court will hear the Trump immunity claim to decide if he has presidential immunity. That affects the January 6th case, also the classified documents case in Florida, and could certainly delay these cases in a big, big way. Well, join us to talk about all of this and so much more. And, of course, also President Biden in the Michigan primary. Uh, is Doug Schoen, the great political strategist, Doug, um, I just want to get your reaction first to the big breaking news that now it looks like the Supreme Court will hear arguments. We're hearing it's going to be the week of April 22nd on whether Trump has presidential immunity. This could kind of push back a lot of stuff. How does this impact the political race? Well, your use of the word or the phrase pushback is to me the operative expression. I think that this will effectively delay any cases against President Trump, any of the criminal cases, until after the election. And that is a huge win for the former president, whatever the Supreme Court uh, decides. So that, to me, is the big news, the big takeaway from the decision to hear the case. Let me ask, um, actually, we have Judge Richard Weinberg with us. We also continue with Tony Carbonetti. Uh, there's also the New York case that's coming up. Well, that's a different. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's it wouldn't a delay that. Case. That's no, right. No, the Alvin Bragg case about the the so-called payoff to for hush money for the stripper or, or whatever she was. Uh, she was a nice girl, right? But a nice fact, girl who had other extracurricular yeah, activities. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is that's got nothing to do with the presidential immunity. No, and, and that's a, so that that can continue. That just on its merits happens to be, as a matter of fact and law, is a bad case that never yes. should have been brought anyway. That, that's, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Richard is obviously correct, and I stand corrected there, but it is a bad case, and I cannot see that case doing anything uh, to adversely impact the former president's chances. Truth be told, with a substantial segment of the electorate, it may well help him and demonstrate his argument that he has been persecuted uh, unfairly, uh, uh, given a case that originated, whatever its merits, before he was even uh, president of the United States. And uh, Doug Schoen, um, on the flip side, you got President Joe Biden, who went for uh, what wasn't on the books, a physical exam today. We haven't heard the results sort of of it, if there was even a mental competency and he also, so you got people talking about his age. We saw that in the the classified documents investigation of him with Robert Hur. And then now you also have uh, Michigan last night, where there were over a hundred thousand people who voted uncommitted versus voting Biden. These are the folks who don't like his support of Israel, even though I contend it's kind of waffly, but they don't like it. There's there's a lot of things going on on the Democratic side. Yeah, I think. Uh... You know, the problem Biden has is himself, meaning uh, I think it involves the Middle East, Rita. But I also think with 70 percent of the American people saying he's too old to be president, I think there are a lot of people who voted uncommitted just to express a sense that the Democrats should well nominate someone else. Yeah, Tony Carbonetti's shaking his head here. Yeah, uh, uncommitted did not have to go to the hospital today. 
and probably actually just qualified. Uncommitted, did not have to go to the hospital today and probably just qualified for New York City matching funds too, Doug. So well, he, he's got to worry about that because that number is going to start to grow as you, as you well, find states in the primaries that can you can vote for an alternative. I think that number is going to start to grow. Well, I, I think it has grown to the point where the White House is in, you know, I, I saw one headline that's full panic mode. I don't think they're in full panic mode, but they're pretty darn close because they realize they don't have a, an affirmative strategy for the president. There are all sorts of negatives related to his age, his competence, inflation, border. I, I think the myriad problems the president has are slowly dawning on the White House strategists that, you know, the old Pogo saying, we've met the enemy and he is us. I, so, I, so it's not a five alarm fire. It's maybe a, a three or four. No, <laughs> I, I think, and, and, and Rita, you know this, I think it's a safe bet he's replaced at the convention. I, I say that's pretty. I'm pretty confident about that now. What do you think? He Doug? cannot go forward now. Tony and I were I, talking, and the judge yeah, before no, this. I, I, I it, keep it, saying it, Michelle Obama. Well, here's what I here's the way I see it. Uh, uh, two months ago, I would have said Tony is vastly overstating the case. Right now, I say it is a reasonable conclusion to reach, given the political facts and the uh, health uh, related facts and the legal. So I think it's a, all a fair uh, set of questions to ask. I think the closer you get to Election Day that uh, President Biden, if he drops out, chooses not to be a candidate, the more likely it is you get Michelle Obama and the less likely you get uh, Kamala Harris. Wow. Well, we'll be watching. Doug, thank you so much thank for you joining so much, us, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.